0: Welcome, from the banks of the Rappahannock River, on the campus of St. Margaret's School in Tappahannock, Virginia. I am Autumn Courtney, and this is The Daily Thistle for Friday, January 21st, 2022. Our blessing at St. Margaret's is the sudden appearance of former teachers who are still a fixture on our campus. Miss Velletri is well known. She was the sage of the history classrooms at St. Margaret's for decades. We wanted to share some reflections in a conversation we had with her yesterday as the snow began to fall. We asked Miss Velletri what might she imagine St. Margaret's
1: Hall looked like in 1921 as the school took over the former home? That is an interesting question and one I'd never really thought about. Um, Part of me wants to say that it probably was a little bit down in its heels um, because World War II hadn't happened. The South was still recovering from the Civil War. Um, So I I would say um, shabby chic perhaps. (laughs) Um, because all the, all the bones would have been here, all the structure would have been here. And, you know, maybe somebody still had pieces of china that looked like they were imported from England. But my guess is it needed paint. <laughs> it, probably the termites had taken over, and so you were just throwing a rug over something that was about to cave in. That's my, I don't know, I have no clue, but that's what I, if I imagine. What do we know about the Gordons who lived in the same home before it became St. Margaret's Hall? Um, Well positioned, <laughs> certainly well positioned. Um, he's buried right outside the Wolfolk Center, so you can take a trip. <laughs> and I think it's interesting that there are two cedar trees there, because that that's kind of a dead give, oh did I say dead giveaway? Um, <laughs> that that's a cemetery. Um, Other than that, I don't really know a whole lot about the family. So
0: the two cedar trees flanking the grave of Dr. Gordon, why is that a dead giveaway for a cemetery?
1: Well, I mean, not that you don't find cedar trees other places, but cedars are known for their, not only their longevity, but it's, it's the wood, too, that's important. I mean, that's why you lie in cedar closets. To, to keep out the bugs, to keep out the moths. Um, and so I think they had a symbolic connection with cemeteries. But I can't tell you how many kids walk by there and they have no clue that that's a tombstone. In St. Margaret's Hall, there is a window pane of historic significance. And we share this exchange with Miss Veletria and Mr. Bell. I'll, I'll let you in on a secret though. I, I told the two classes that um, that you might be running a contest about the window and, and that they were sworn to secrecy, that only 20 of them would know. So I did give a field trip. <laughs> so there are 20 students, but they wanna win whatever contest you're running, so they're not gonna tell the rest of the school. Oh, where the window is. Yeah. <laughs> Can you describe what's on that window? Um, well, that used to be a dormitory. That that particular part of the wing was um, dorm space. So my vision is that some little girl with a diamond ring etched her initials, Frances Page Burgoyne, and the date 2223. So that's, that's probably the oldest graffiti we have. Miss Woolfolk actually lived in St.
0: Margaret's Hall.
1: Would you describe
0: what that looked like to us?
1: Fort, 48, yeah, but I think she lived here until 51 or 52. Um, So, two, three, four years, something like that, and um, all the faculty that were boarding faculty lived in the building, all the classes were in the building. The dining room was where the chapel is currently, Um, and there are built-in cupboards in that room, and that Vala was famous for her shoes, high-heeled shoes. And so the cupboards were built with uh, shoe racks. And her bathroom was the closet that's out in the hall now that has a lot of English books in it. And she used to find out all the information of the school by going into that bathroom because the wall between her bathroom and the student bathroom, which is currently the same student bathroom, um, only went up three quarters of the way. So anything she wanted to hear, she could eavesdrop in the bathroom. That was that was her claim to fame. <laughs> so, and I guess the other rooms, room one and room two would have been dorm space. I know what's the writing lab was a faculty room and rooms nine and 11 would have been dorm space. And I I think, I don't remember the number, wherever Mr. Lloyd teaches Latin, I think it's five, um, that was a faculty room as well. So real, real close quarters. Will you share the story of how you were hired by Ms. Wolfolk? Well, I think everybody has the same story um, in terms of being hired by Ms. Wolfolk. And that story was that she always needed something but that wasn't necessarily the job you wanted. Um, she wanted me to come and be Director of Admissions and I was trying to escape director of admissions job. And so she talked me into being dean of students, which sounded interesting at the time, but I really wanted to teach history. And she said, well, maybe if you wait long enough, a history position will occur. She had a marvelous way of talking you into things that you didn't want to do, but you did them anyway. And you probably surprised yourself that you could do them. She was very persuasive without being heavy handed.
0: Biggest lesson you learned from her. Was that
1: mm-hmm.
0: what was your biggest takeaway for her
1: being in your life? Golly, that's that's a hard one to narrow down. Probably <laughs> probably to better your prayer life and be more positive um, that things always have a way of working out and I think that's even the way she faced cancer. Um, even at the end it wasn't going to defeat her and I think to some degree it, it didn't. And that was Miss Louise Velletri who now lives down the street
0: in the house Miss Wolfock owned after she moved from St. Margaret's Hall in 1951. In knowing Miss Valetry, who came to know Ms. Miss Warford. On the river today, the sun will rise at 7:18 a.m. and set at 5:22 p.m. We will see a low tide at 5:45 a.m. and a high tide at 11:39 a.m. A low tide returns at 6.48 p.m., and it will be a waning gibbous moon. In weather today, there is a small craft advisory with waves around 2 feet. Snow showers will be early, and breaks in the overcast sky will appear later. Low near 20 degrees. Winds will be from the north at 15 to 20 knots with gusts. Chance of snow at 40%, and snow accumulation will be less than an inch. In news from the BBC. BBC News with Fiona MacDonald. Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky has hit back at comments by Joe Biden about the threat of invasion by Russia. On Wednesday, the US President suggested that a minor attack might bring a weaker response from Washington and its allies. Mr Zelensky said there was no such thing as a minor incursion. The United States has charged four government officials from Belarus with aircraft piracy over the diversion of a passenger plane in order to arrest a journalist. The incident took place last May when a Ryanair plane travelling from Greece to Lithuania was forced to divert to Minsk after the Belarusian authorities said there was a suspected bomb threat. Security officials then arrested the Belarusian opposition journalist Roman Protasevich and his partner, who were on board bbc news remember you are listening to the nation's only independent school news feed from the banks of the rappahannock river here from the campus of st Margaret's school in tappahannock virginia I am Autumn Courtney, and this was your Daily Thistle. As you grow in age, may you grow in grace.